welcome to the Nebraska Wedding Podcast. I am Kelly LaFleur, your host. I own Lacework Films, a wedding film company here in Omaha, and I am so excited to be bringing you another episode with another fabulous visual creator. Uh, today, I am interviewing Brett Bruner, who, if you have worked with him or had him shoot your wedding, he has been a highly requested guest on the podcast, and I am so excited that we could finally make this episode happen. He spent most of the summer shooting weddings and remodeling his house. So now that most of the house projects are done, he had a chance to come into my office and we sat down and had an awesome conversation about all of the things. He really hit his stride uh, on Instagram, became super Insta famous. So he shares a lot about his Instagram experience, uh, including how he sold an Instagram account. So Apparently, throughout the photo community, it's been a question as to how much he sold that account for. And don't worry, friends, that answer is here today. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy today's episode and meet Brett Bruner. All right, guys, we're here today with Brett Bruner of Brett Bruner Photography, and I am so excited to have you here. So thanks. Yo, what up? Thanks for having me. Super hype. Yes. Always feels weird, but um, yeah, that's good good stuff to like i always like talking back on the history and like remembering like how i got to this part so it's a good it's cool. like you know mental check of like oh yeah this is where i'm at today and how we got there so awesome cool well as we kind of mentioned and we'll be cutting in and stuff like that we've been talking for a little while so hopefully we'll be including that in parts of the episode but um i'd love if you could just kind of tell everyone who you are what you do and where you are today. Oh man, this is always so tough. I feel like I'm on the spot all the time when it comes to this, but um, yeah, I'm Brett Bruner. I run Brett Bruner Photography. Um, used to do video, but no longer doing that. Uh, mainly just photo and mainly just weddings at this point. I used to shoot like everything and kind of mix in everything, but now I'm just kind of at the point where I like shooting weddings and that's about it. And families I do still do. I just launched them like last year. So I do families here and there. But other than that, it's uh, low key, just weddings. But um, yeah, I'm a husband, just got married in November. So shout out to my wife, Carly. Um, yeah, I don't I'm, I'm a I'm a son. I'm a brother. I've got two older brothers that I like super look up to. And um, I like talking about my family a little bit because they've obviously helped me get to this point. So um, like my parents, you know, let me crash in the house till I was 25. So that's wild. Helped me just save up a lot of money, basically, and not like spend it on rent. And um, so, yeah, like super shouts to my parents because they're definitely like a major thing in how I've got to like get my business up and running and I've taken into realization that a lot of people like don't have that so it's nice and I feel like some people are embarrassed to like be like oh I lived with my parents but it's like dude nah like my parents killed it so I love that and then um yeah just like my older brothers are are super dope um the oldest one is gonna have a baby soon so that's wild um, but yeah, we just kind of like me and my oldest brother always like interacted differently, I guess, through like sports and stuff. Whereas me and my middle brother always acted, um, through like arts. So he's an artist too. And he's kind of always put in the mindset when I was younger that like a nine to five isn't like a life thing. Like you don't have to do that. So he's hard headed, but so that's kind of where I developed like, oh, shoot, like I don't have to do this. Like I don't have to go to college, although I did go to college, but 
Yeah, so I, I had a scholarship to base for baseball to Bellevue University. So I played one year there, well, like maybe half a year. And then I quit, just was super over it. And then I went to Metro, two-year degree, associates, business. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. And I'm a homeowner, so. No big deal. <laughs> Homeownership is so good, but it takes so much time. Yeah, I was like, it's super nice, but it like also super sucks. But it's super cool to like, kind of see everything come come together but yeah that's uh that's my spiel i guess in a nutshell yeah. awesome so what do you either you yourself or you and carly like to do with your time off right now like put the house together <laughs> so that's sick um no like i guess like when we are like kind of have time off we camp so we've got the my truck um we've got a tacoma and we've got like pretty much fully built out and stuff so we'd like to off-road camp um we have our dog she just turned a year about a week ago so she's kind of getting out of that puppy stage but we took her along on a trip for the first time uh like a month ago maybe a couple months ago and she did pretty good she just like we have a rooftop tent so it sits on the bed of my truck basically and uh, we just throw her up in there for the night and she sleeps with us. So it's super funny because the first night Carly was like making, she sleeps in a kennel typically, not anymore, but um, she was like, she probably just thinks this is like her new kennel and like we're in it. And she's probably like super confused on why we are in her kennel. <laughs> but she, d she does all right when like 6 a.m. rolls around, the birds start tripping. She like can't handle it. So she like starts tripping out. So sometimes we got to we got to throw her in the uh, the the soft kennel that's inside the truck because we're like, yo, 6 a.m. Too early. 6 a.m. isn't like too early for camping, but I still like need to like chill and not like worry about you jumping around and stuff because she's like definitely a bird dog. But other than that, man, like before marriage or like I guess like when we first started dating like we used to like do a lot of picnics and like skateboarding and stuff but I feel like now with the home and stuff it's been like home projects and like doing that type of stuff or like yeah you're still kind of in like the newlywed bubble though too where it's yeah, just like for sure. the two of you yeah it's so nice I love it it's That's super awesome. cool and everyone's like all my couples are like does it feel different like when you get married because some people are like it feels the same I'm just like dude no it does not like what if it feels the same you're doing something wrong like, I agree what the heck like it's a fresh start and it's so much different like you're married it's permanent like yep. it's not like it's no audition there's yes, no trying out i love it it's so much different to me and then we bought the home so it's it's been a like crazy like last year yes so what are your favorite instagram accounts for home for design? that dude i don't like follow a ton but i follow um the hashtag urban uh outfitters home oh because that's nice. like instead of like following one person i can follow like the top hashtags that happen and then i can like see the different styles of home because i feel like people who are like design well not even designers but have cute homes like right. their house is the same for like a year yes so i'm looking at the same exact thing over and over so with the hashtag i can see different homes all the time so that's a good idea yeah i didn't idea. even know you could follow hashtags until i started like looking at home stuff, at home stuff. i was like what the heck this is crazy yeah i don't keep with uh, I don't keep up with Instagram like I used to, like at all. It's so hard. So let's talk a little bit about three things that people don't know about you. Man, I got to think of them. Um, okay, so number one, 
um, in high school, I took a baseball to the face during a baseball game and it broke my jaw in two places. So I had my mouth wired shut for uh, uh, roughly three months. Like I couldn't eat like steak or like hard meat or anything. Um, but it was wired completely shut for like two, like two and a half months. So I was drinking, I was just drinking like Liquid a diet. lot of, yeah. Like, so Gerber baby food, Hawaiian delight. I would mix with apple juice and I would drink that for like my fruit. So yeah. Um, the like, I guess like vegetables and stuff I kind of stayed away from. I still was like, I was like seven. I would have been 18. So I was like 18 and like, you know, veggies at 18 is not a thing yet. Yeah. So, um, and then the, yeah, like a lot of protein shakes ensures boosts and stuff. It was the worst, but it was like my senior year. So I was just kind of like super scared on like losing out on like baseball stuff or anything. Cause I couldn't play. It happened like the fourth game end of the year but like all my teachers were super chill and just kind of were like yeah it's all good like I was in a creative writing class where we technically had to like read our like story we wrote so I got like out of that and yeah it was chill but yeah baseball was like super big I played since I was like eight so like for roughly like 11 years I was like super passionate about it and which kind of leads me into the second thing which is I've been sober my whole life. So I've never drank, smoked, or like done any type of drug ever. Like I've never tried it ever. So I feel like a lot of people think that's insane because they look at me and they're like, what? Like, no way. Like you totally smoked weed, dude. <laughs> and so, yeah, I've been sober my whole life, um, which is kind of like why I was so passionate about. I get really passionate about like certain things. And so... When that happens, I like don't want anything to get in my way. Um, so that's kind of why I like stayed away from drinking and stuff like that. I just didn't want it to like ruin my career path, I guess. Um, and like a couple other like things happen. Like I lost my cousin like super early on when I was like, uh, I would have been like 13. So drinking and driving and yep, hit a semi straight on and him and his girl or it was his girlfriend at the time. So yeah, it was hectic. So that kind of hit me hard on like, and my dad was like, you guys got to promise you'll never drink and drive. Like just can't like do that stuff. And so I was just like, dude, this stuff's scary. Like it's, and it's like, a, you see so many people with addictions and it's just like, why do I even want to mess with it? So I figured if I got, I'm like, a, I know I'm passionate about stuff, so I don't want to like get like drawn in and like stick to it, you know, and like get an addiction. So I stayed away from it. Yeah. Okay. Off of that. Do you yeah. know what your Enneagram number is? Dude, I just took my test because I always see Maddie Schultz posting about it. <laughs> so. So what are you? She probably has no idea, but. Yeah, I like constantly see her talking about it. So I was like, dude, I was road tripping to Telluride, which is like with stops. It's like 14 hours. Oh so I was like, all right, let's do this test. I'm yep. going to take this test. Um, I I cannot remember what I was, though. Okay. I was just curious. I know if you it's were a in seven. my if I were to pull out my email and like find it. I think I am a seven. OK, okay hold on. Let me. I want you, I want you to find this. Is it just a number, right? It's just the number. Yeah. Why do I see like these like E seven W things or oh, something? Oh, so then there's the whole thing with like your wing number, which I have not like dove that deep, but it's kind of like So my okay, sorry, I no, didn't mean to ahead. cut you off. My top three are according to this 
this one is um eight seven five. Okay. And what's but, the eight? Um does it tell you what it is? Like briefly, type eights are bold, commanding, outspoken, and aggressive. Okay. But sometimes they can be too domineering and overpower others, which honestly is a hundred percent me. Uh-huh. So. Interesting. <laughs> so I'm a seven, but yeah. I also think I have three tendencies. But I was just curious because when you were talking about like being passionate and addictions yeah. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that's one of the qualities of a seven is it's really easy yeah, I'm reading to it fall now. into Adventure that. Adventure is high energy resilient, which Carly always says I'm resilient. Like, I think I read through eight and I was like, yeah, like this is for sure like pretty like on point except like a couple things. And then I read through seven. I was like, actually, like. This one's like a little more spot on when it comes to like the photo world and like yes, my like, business. Yes, because it's more of a creative. Yeah, and then number. five was like I was like I stopped reading because I was like <laughs> you're um, like no this isn't me. I lost I lost out on this one I don't know but <laughs> seven definitely like the adventurous I was like dude I'm driving to tell you right right like like yes. right now just like for needing one day. to travel and like yeah really because pa- one of the other things that I really related to with a seven was like. A self-starter, really good at starting things, but not as good as at like finishing things. Yeah, which I'm like, Ooh. that's me with weddings, especially I would like say that's pretty me too. And also like home projects. I finish weddings like editing, like I'm pretty on point yes. with that. But when it comes to like home projects, I'm like, <laughs> like I need to paint these screws, so we put new screws in yes. all our door handles. All the like ticky tacky little yes. finishing things. It's like I have stainless steel. I think that's what it is. Screws. Are they oh, okay. stainless steel? Gosh, uh-huh. I f- sound terrible. I don't even know. <laughs> but like we painted our, our new door handle because we have a 1939 home. So it's a very old brick cottage home. And we just like repainted everything. I mean, we did a ton of things. But the face plates on our handles because of their crystal knob- uh-huh. knobs. Uh-huh. And so we didn't want to get rid of them because they're like, it's like 120 bucks for yes. new handles. And yep. we have like 10 doors. So not trying to pay like 1200 bucks right now for that. So we painted them champagne bronze, but the new screws I put in oh, are like stainless nice. steel. Okay. And I painted like half of the doors, but like not the other half. <laughs> so. I can relate. And I don't even know if I'll do it for another year. Uh-huh. <laughs> Until you're like, oh, I've got to get this done now. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that was me last week. Last week was like purge week in the house because I was just like everything. We're like living on top of each other. Everything's a mess. So I'm like purging every yeah, room. Yeah, it feels and good like, to purge though. It does. Because you're like, I don't like you get like that. Like I, we don't even need this. Yes. We don't even need it. I have and like then seven you bags actually... in the car to donate. And I'm like, do I miss any of this? Does the house feel yes. any different? No. No. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Okay, cool. So the third thing. Yes. Yeah, so people don't thing, know about you. I feel like people know it, but they never knew, like, I just wanted to, like, put it out there finally. So I sold an Instagram account, and I've talked about it in the past, but I've never said how much. And, like, I know everybody wants to know how much I sold it for. So I sold an Instagram account for $23,000. Holy crap. I feel like it's, like, when I tell people, it's always, like, this awkward, like, silence. And I'm, like... Like, I want to tell you, but, like, it's too, like, early, I feel like. Yes. And a lot of people just, like, don't understand that side of Instagram. Like, there are people who just, like, I say it's just, like, home, like, renovators. Like, they come in, they flip a house, and then they sell it for profit. Interesting. People will buy Instagram accounts, flip them, like, build them up, and then sell them off. Wow. It's insane. And then do they just change Uh, the username? And that wasn't my Your personal. I just found somebody who... 
Actually, the person I sold it to doesn't do that, but the other guy that was kind of bidding and like going at it. Okay. Um kind of is like that. So what kind of account was it? Yeah, so it was a it was an adventure account. So okay. I, I technically used to call it like my photo agency cuz I was working. I was getting a lot of work off of it with like brands and stuff. Okay. Like Google Bark Thins, I could go through a bunch of lists of names Sweet. like Inkbox and like just random things. You're good. Oh, girl, do it. Sneeze. The sneeze is gone. <laughs> it's gone. Dang it. So yeah, like um, I wish I could go through the list, but I definitely worked with a lot of people. Like um, I got hired on by like Travel USA, Visit Visit USA, or whatever, which they were just in Omaha, I think. Oh, cool. This dude Morgan Phillips, because Kim Bailey was posting about it. I was like, Morgan Phillips, like, damn, I used to like feature that dude back in the day. And like, anyway, but it was tight to see that he like landed that gig and stuff. It's a really good gig. So I traveled to like Nebraska. I did Nebraska, like three major cities in Nebraska, three major cities in like Iowa, Kansas, Missouri. So I did four states. It's like freaking, I was on the road, I think for 25 days straight. I just shot him, just did it really quick. And, and in April, I had no weddings. And I said, they like hired me on within like, in like in a week, I was like on the road shooting. Oh, wow. It was crazy. Yeah. So it was like by contently, they're like a New York okay. um, based, I think, advertising agency or something like that. But okay. they like landed that project for them. And I was like, can I like land this stuff every year? Cause I like this pay on so this. So how long ago was that? So this was 20, it would have been 2017. Okay. So I landed that and then I also sold the account. So it was like, that was a really good year. That was year a good for year. Me. <laughs> That's awesome. But then it was like, uh, like, so yeah, with the Instagram account, it was a, it was a, it was a travel account. I mainly created it so that I could connect with other like adventure photographers. Okay. I was so you to build created it, it. You didn't buy it off of someone. No, flip no, no. It. So yeah, okay. I, f- I founded it. I created it and I built it up to what it was. And the main thing was like, okay, I want to start going on trips. Cause I was quitting my job. So I like, I get really passionate, like I said, about like certain projects and like, I always like have these random like schemes or something that I like get like some type of business scheme or marketing scheme to where I'm not like paying, I guess, to rely on somebody else, like paying a magazine to like promote me. I like to rely on myself for like marketing and stuff. So I said, screw it. Like I started building this account up and like within like, you know, a year, like hit like 50,000 or something like that. And it started growing and growing. So I quit my job and was like, yeah, like photography is doing good. I'm going to like keep pushing and doing weddings and doing that thing. So this is 2015. I quit my job. And what was your job? So I worked at a call center, which is how me and Carly met. Yeah. So it's like kind of legit. Like, uh, like, like, thank you, job, because you brought me my wife. Yeah. So yeah, we met in twenty we met in twenty ten, but we didn't start dating till like twenty eleven. So we we've been together for a bit, but yeah, that so that job, I quit it. We moved in together. Okay. So it was twenty fifteen. Um, and then yeah, I just like went full flood. And then that following spring, I did like twenty five days on the road. I did the whole West Coast, and I was meeting photographers along the way. And like just just doing like back in the day, man, Instagram has so much history. But like back in the day, there but was like, like also only like three or four years of history. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Know. Like eight years of history. I, so, yeah, like I started in tw- I started Instagramming in in 2010. So yeah, like the when year it started. came out. Yep. Yeah. So I was like super early on. I was like addicted and I didn't even shoot photos until I didn't get a camera until 2012, I think. Interesting. 
Yeah. Would have got it January of 2012. Okay. So I was like shooting for like a year and a half on my phone, just like going ham. Yep. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I planned that trip. I did Colorado to Arizona. Well, I did Colorado and then Utah. I did like Horseshoe Bend. And then my buddy at the time, he lives here now, but he lived in Phoenix, Chandler, Arizona. So I swooped him up and then we did all of California, all of Oregon, all of Washington. Wow. Like any hot spot we could hit. We were up every single sunrise and we were out every single sunset. Like the 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 content is like that I got was like insane. It lasted me forever. Yeah. So then I got like this addiction to travel and then I I got really addicted to that Instagram account and then I was just like on it like 24/7 just growing it and it was like growing so rapidly that I was like oh my gosh yes give me all the followers right. like it was just like I'm such a different person now cuz like I do not care a single bit about any of that but back in the day like it was just like the best thing ever and like people just like thought of you so differently and like thought you were like such a better photographer because of it. Right. Which is not the case at all. But yeah, it just like grew it, blew up. And it, when I sold it, it had like 472,000. So, okay. Yeah. And then the the company that I sold it to was a company down like, I think Arizona or Utah and they were like a clothing company and they, um, they bought it and they grew it to like 560,000 ish. But then they were stupid. And I think, not think, they were definitely using some type of third party. Got it. And they got hacked. Oh. Yep. So like less than a year later, the account got hacked. Oh my gosh. And Instagram for some reason. You can flip that around your foot if you want. Yeah, there you go. For some reason. Thank you. I would have been doing that the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, Instagram would not give it back to them. No way. Yeah. And like I let them log into my original email because that's what you have to have to get an account back. Yep. You have to log into the original email to get it back. So I gave the kid my and which is an email I still use because I was nuts. like, dude, I don't want you to think that I did it. Right. But like it was contracted and everything. And like even along with like the 472,000 subscribers like or not subscribers, but followers, I had a subscriber list from. Okay. Like email list. Yeah, because like a thing is like you would team up with like other big accounts and like I, it wasn't R, uh, it wasn't REI. I can't remember. I th- I believe it was them. I teamed up with them and we did this like huge like email okay. capture. So yeah, we captured like over 50,000 emails. So along with like that account, I also sold like the subscriber list, okay. which was just like in this like X, uh, X, yeah, I don't know what type of form it is, but it's an Excel, you know? Uh-huh. And I know Excel is XCL, but there's different type of yes. format for it. So yeah, I sold that along with it. It was like 50, I think it was like 53,000 subscribers. So they have a lot of emails. I still have that email list. I'm like, hmm. Should I maybe do I'll anything start with something this? Up, yeah. But no. Um, so yeah, they got a lot with it. It was definitely like had to be like very descriptive on like everything they were getting basically. And I had to like turn over like, you know, the books on it, like the revenue that I was making. Cause I was selling presets. Sick. (laughs) I just like, I was like so money driven when it came to the account after like a few years. So, and that's kind of why I wanted to get rid of it. I was like, gosh, like I'm like, I'm not money driven at all. I'm like very passion driven. So when my passion for it turned into burning out and it turns into money, it's just like, 
oh, like get this away from me. Yeah. It becomes like that addiction. And I'm just like, I don't want it. Like, uh, like I want to be like, love it, you know? Yeah. So I just wasn't loving it anymore. And like, yeah, I was making good money. Like, I mean, I was like roughly pulling in like 30 to 40 a year just off of that account. And that's just like working with companies and doing sponsored posts. So it was like really nuts. But it was like a lot of work on top of weddings. So it was kind of just like me breaking down to like, okay, I need to hire somebody that can run it. That's going to be trustworthy. That's not going to like abuse the account. Sure. And there was just no one local that I like really thought would like kill it. And I know I needed somebody like in like Colorado or like, you know, a mountain state basically that could like create the content that was needed. And so I just like, it was like sketchy to bring someone on. I did bring one kid on and he was like, became like blacklisted, but like every single agency ever. So I'm like, so glad I contracted him in. Okay. So he had like no power basically. He had like certain things he could do. Um, but I mainly brought him on so he could start marketing and like getting stuff. So like, um, like, I mean, he went to Iceland and like did some stuff and like Iceland before everyone else was doing Iceland. Yeah, it honestly was like, which is funny. Cause now I'm like, damn, like this like blew up and I used to share like Iceland photos all the time. And everybody back then was like, what is Iceland? Yeah. And I'm just like, this is insane. Like, it's so dope. It's really cool. But yeah. So like he did a gig over there and then like, I guess he like screwed a bunch of the companies over though. And so, yeah, I just like booted him off. I booted yeah, him off real quick. No kidding. And then he was on another agency up in like Washington and was like stealing checks and yeah. So they blacklisted him and I actually tried to find him here and there, but uh-huh. I can't find him anywhere. That's crazy. Yeah. He had like super depression and like anxiety problems uh-huh. and stuff, but so crazy oh my gosh but he's one of the kids i met up with on that trip that i did okay yeah so we actually saw vance creek bridge together in washington which is the old trail Uh or the old railroad trestle okay it's like 350 feet or whatnot so it's like really sketchy to think that i was dangling and sitting off the side and he's like shooting above me like with that kid it's like super sketchy to think about because like i didn't i thought i knew him but like definitely didn't know him because a year later it was like when all that stuff came out so yeah oh my god yeah, what a crazy ride yeah it's been yeah it's been wild but i feel like i've talked about so many things already yes you definitely have <laughs> i definitely wanted to touch back on something i can't remember what it was but um I know the trip happened and like that all took off. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll kind of go back into that. Like the Instagram. Yeah. My, this is like my start. So this is like my whole start into photography. Cause like, okay. So you said you didn't pick up a camera until like 2012. 2012 is when I bought my first. So I've always shot like okay. video for skateboarding. Sure. Like when I was like six and seven, like I always filmed my brother, my, like my brothers, Old like school camcorder all the time, like all the time. So like, we weren't making like skate videos, but we knew how to make a skate video. We just didn't have the program to put it, put all the clips together, you know, like, dude, I was like eight, like with my mom and dad's like VHS camcorder that like had the old little school tapes. Little mini DV tapes. Yep. It's insane. But so yeah, like that's kind of like, 
I think it was always, I always say that it's always, it was always like there, yep. but I didn't like pick back up on it till like, you know, 12 years later or so. So, but yeah, that's when I got my camera and then that's, I just started shooting. I got it for skate, like shooting skateboarding and stuff just to kind of like document trips. Cause we went to California and that's why I got the camera. So we could film and like make, um, make films, I guess of each like skate park or like just to film street clips and stuff. Yeah. So how did that like baseball and skateboarding? Oh my gosh. How did those like two worlds go together for you? Cause I feel like they're two yeah. very different worlds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like the skateboarding world like a hundred times more. Like I loved, be- so this was always my like saying on MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> Yes. Oh man. I'm Your top not that eight. old. Wasn't it I top promise. Eight yeah. Top eight. So like my quote was always like skateboarding is my passion and like, and baseball was my first love or no, my bad. I got that backwards. Skateboarding is my first love, but baseball is my passion. So okay. like skateboarding is like always, always there. there. Always. Yep. Yep. So it was like tough. Cause like you don't want to get like hurt while you're like also trying to like because like i knew like more realistically like i could maybe go further with baseball than like skateboarding but skateboarding is just like that free spirit like oh it's so good it feels so good to skate but and just like i don't know like the the communities are much different like baseball kids i feel like are like clean cut no offense to baseball kids, but like D bags as well. And like skaters like are so much more accepting and like, okay, just kind of open-minded. Yeah. Like if you show up to a skate park, usually like kids are like, yo, what's up, man? Like, where are you from? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like they know you're not a local and most likely they're like chill, you know? Whereas baseball kids are just like always competitive. Like you show up in college and like everyone's like competitive of each other. And like you're competing for like second base or fourth stop or like, you know, or like pitching and, but yeah, I don't know. Just, just different vibes for sure. Just a very like 180 going from like playing a baseball game and then like going and skating with my friends at night is just very different. But I've always liked the skate community a lot more. So that's just, yeah, I don't know. I like that. And that's like, I was playing baseball and then I like started like skateboarding again. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, like I just like don't care about baseball anymore. So that's kind of, yeah, that's like how I got my start basically with that. I got the camera and then my first wedding ever was, I, um, was my cousin's wedding. I think it was in November. I think I honest of 2013. I can't remember the date, but I, it wasn't like, it wasn't a full wedding day. I just like shot, like some fam photos and like the ceremony and like oh, a nice. little bit of the reception, which sounds like a full day, but it like literally maybe like a hundred photos I got from it. Right. It was like super short and quick that all like happened within like two hours. So, um, like my first full wedding day was December 27th, 2013. I remember cause it's my grandma's birthday. Okay. <laughs> so it was actually a travel wedding and yeah, like I just like got randomly asked to like, yo like she's getting married she hasn't even got a photographer yet it was like two months out and i was like oh man like i don't know if i can do that like i mean like i can shoot like i know how to use a flash like i always use like off-camera flash and like did test shots on like carly all the time so like i was very well adversed with my camera and the settings like technically you knew what you were doing yeah 
but it was just like, I don't know the flow of the wedding day. So I kind of like started freaking out a little bit when we were driving up and I was like, damn, like I'm about to shoot a wedding like tomorrow, like, or I think it was the same day we drove up Carly came with me and like, was my assistant and like Moral support. crushed it. Like I was like, dude, where's my flash? And she'd like run and get it from wherever it was. And like, it was a very rough experience. But at the end of the day, I was like, damn, like that was sick. Like that, I can't believe I just did that. And so got the photos back and then like, yeah, in like January, I just launched and was like, yo, like I'm a wedding photographer. Yes. <laughs> Started running ads on um, like Instagram and okay. stuff like that. So this is even before like that trip or when I created that. Account. Okay. So before all like the big travel account. And everything yeah. So like travel that. account was like, was like March of 2014. I remember dates so well. So yeah, March of 2014 is when I started that account. And then like, roughly a few months before is when I shot, shot my your first, first wedding. wedding. Mm-hmm. So, so I promoted that hardcore. Yeah. So and what was it about weddings? Man, I don't, I just like think it was dope to like run the whole day. And like so many people were relying on you to like for direction. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't know. It just felt good to like help out, I guess. Like, to have people rely on you, I guess. Yeah, and like, the responsibility. And that I could be like reliable. It was tight. So that was just like the experience from the first one. And then after that, it was just like getting like the reactions of people getting their photos back. And you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so dope. Like, give me all the feels, which is like another thing I clash with because it's like, I feel like the photography industry is like, it's like they like a lot of photographers are like, oh my gosh, it's all about the client. It's all about the client. But then it's like mostly their stories are about themselves and like, oh, look at this review I just got. Oh, look at this text this person just sent me about how great I am and stuff. So like that stuff, like, uh, I don't know. It's like a love hate. I like, I get it. Like you're trying to promote that. Like you do your job. Like other people are promoting you too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I think it's just like this phase that like stories on Instagram is going through. Like everybody's like, oh, like, I don't know. I'm not about it, but I'm not about a lot of things when it comes to Instagram anymore. Like I used to hop on the trends like that. Like I was that person. Like right. I did do it. Like new story feature. Yeah. Iceland, Trying it out. I like Iceland. Iceland. Yeah. Sharing a hundred photos of Iceland this month because <laughs> it does work. And like. I, I don't know. I'm just like not that type of person. I try to stay as humble as I can, I guess, when it comes to photography and like my reviews are on my website. If somebody wants to see it, I'm not going to like even it. go bug people about reviews either. Like, sure. I, and I guess it's different because I'm word of mouth at this point. Okay. So like my marketing is very different than like somebody else's marketing. Right. So I get like the new young photographer that like is trying to like trying Break their hardest in. to like show people like that they can do their job. Right. Like, but it also just comes off as like kind of like braggy. So I don't know. So how, how do you stay humble? Oh, I just like, I feel like I'm not as heavy in the photo industry anymore because it's so overwhelming with uh-huh. how quickly it's going, which is like not good and good, I guess. Like, I feel like it's good cause I don't hop on trends like I used to. Sure. Like when Unfold came out, like everybody was un- doing the Unfold and stuff and like like that type of stuff. Like, uh-huh. Or like buying the new preset that's on Unfold. Right. And it's just like, no, like I'm just going to stick to the classic because my style is like timeless. Like I just want it to last forever. I don't want like this new trendy thing all the time. Sure. So it's like 
I try to stick to that, I guess. Staying humble, I don't know. I just, I don't talk to people a lot about like personal things, I guess. Sure. Like I try to keep like situations like very private. Like that's how me and Carly are. Like situations between us and stuff. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like that's when it becomes bragging is when you're talking about all these personal things sure. or this personal situation with this client and like stuff like that. And so... Yeah, I don't know. I've learned a lot like being married and like yeah. having that relationship with Carly has definitely like grounded me a lot more on like, okay, shut up. Like nobody needs to know about that. Sure. So that's kind of like how I try to stay humble. And it's like when there's another person involved, it's easier yeah. to just kind of keep it. Yeah. And private. it's nice like having that private story between just the two of us. Or, or you, you see know. someone and they have no idea what's going on in your life. So they actually ask you about it. Yes. Instead yeah. of what they've seen on Instagram. Or like boasting like, yo, I've been doing this. I've been doing that. It's like, yes, like, yes, like <clears throat> I, I don't know. It's so tough. how do you feel like people could balance it now? Whether it's like people, you know what? I think this is just like yeah. for people in general who use Instagram, whether you're using it for personal or business, like, yeah, do you feel like you can have these opinions because you're on the other side of it like you've gone through that process no i feel like i get called out so much like people don't even know like when i like had the follower count because it's like okay so like my personal i had like sixty five thousand, and then like my other one i had like 460 so like people would just talk crap all the time like and you see it like it's like really crazy because like people don't like they don't understand like the amount of DMs you get. Sure. Like I'm normal. Like I'm not some like photo Celebrity. god or anything. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just because I have a lot of followers and that's why I deleted that account. I was just so sick of people like not looking up to me, but just like thinking I had the answers to everything. And it was just like, sure. dude, like I honestly like, yes, I did like shoot good work and like I did hustle like super hard on building my account but like there's other people doing the same exact thing like right. like i just like i don't know i was like tired of kind of like managing it yeah just like not even managing it but like i guess like trying to answer all the questions thinking or like, like being there for other people when yeah. you're like i just need to be there for myself and my wife yes that's exactly it like a hundred percent that's why i like sold it off like i just like so many people were like relying on me like, yo, dude, like, how do you do this? Like, yo, what kind of camera you got? Like, but like those were like, I would wake up every morning and I'd have like 15 of the same exact questions on that, that travel account. Miserable. So it's just like, cool. Like, and then like, finally, like, cause like Instagram in the day, back in the day, like you had to read it right? or you couldn't just like accept decline block. And so it sucks because then it's like, man, like I need to be like replying to these people. Like they see I've read it. They see yeah. like I've opened well, not, this. And not even that. It's just like I like they deserve it. You know, right. like they follow they're a account. Person. Like, yeah. And like I didn't have them. I could have maybe hired someone for cheap to like manage the account. But like, again, I didn't trust anybody to be in the account after what happened with that one kid. So the trust issues were gone. <laughs> It's like I got cheated on with Instagram. Yeah. No. Um, I don't know. It's so hard to like find the words to describe it without like, there, I mean, like even my personal account, like there's local people who would like call me out for saying stuff. And sure. like, there's always like, I always have like the same thing I always say like randomly. And one of it was like, if Instagram wasn't a thing, how many of you would be photographers? 
Right. Like still, you know, like, and like, I literally started photography like because of Instagram. Sure. So like, I wouldn't be a photographer if it weren't for Instagram. You know what I'm saying? So like people would take it as a negative and it's just like, dude, it's not a negative. It's just a thought. Like, Like I'm in it too. Yep. Like you have no idea what my story is. Like I literally wouldn't be one. So what I'm saying right now, like is against me. Right. It's a negative thought about myself. Like, and then you just get like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like you just kind of like say things because like your follower account, like you're belittling people. And like, I was like, you know what? F this, like I'm deleting this crap. Like I'm over it. Yeah. I don't need it. I got my dog. I got my wife. I'm chilling. That's awesome. So what gets you excited about weddings? Yeah. So things that excite me about weddings, uh, mainly just because we're freshly married. So like getting married recently triggers like all the feels, I guess, on like a wedding day. So like pretty much anything that happens, like first look with dad, like bridesmaids first look, because that's what Carly did with her girls. Um and just like anything, even like the groom, like not even just like focusing just like solely on the bride and stuff, but like the groom as well. And like just kind of like everything, making sure like everything's clicking. And um, I just feel like even like toasts and stuff, not everybody gives like the greatest toasts, but it's still like meaningful to the couple. And like, I guess like every moment is big and stuff like that. And then I guess did like things I hated. Did we talk about that? Okay. So things I used to hate as a young photographer were like... um. I could say like cocktail hour too. So cocktail hour, family photos, like party bus stuff, like first dance and then shoe game. So, or not first dance, my bad. Dollar dance. Dollar dance. Yeah. So that's like kind of going, yeah. Okay. So basically the thing with those, like why I hated them is just like felt like nothing was happening, but now it's like you look back on it and it's just like, I think it was the Gleason's. I swear it was, but someone had a review where their like son or someone died and they shot like the, that son in the receiving line and stuff like that. And they had a photograph of him and it was like kind of one of the last ones and like just a good vibe and like time. And so now I kind of look at it way differently. Like first dance, it's like, cool. Like let's shoot this. Like they're having a good time. Like as long as the couple's having a good time, like you should be shooting it like all the time like why are you not shooting it like it just makes no sense to me that you'd be standing there or like twiddling your thumbs or like on your phone like why is instagramming right now like more important than shooting this person's wedding like what are you doing like these are moments that are just like flying by never gonna get it back and it's because you're not like shooting it so like stop groping about family photos and like stop groping about dollar dance like if griping yeah groping yeah stop groping the people during dollar dance god bless so yeah yeah yeah. like just like shooting like friends and family like because like friends like they might not even get a photo with ever like uh, during their wedding day and stuff and then like family photos um just stop making it such like a freaking hassle i guess like circus which comes to like the whole like hourly thing that we were kind of talking about is is like I've extended my time like my timely coverage to where it's like not such a rush to like get this done get this done and then the bride's pissed because this person left or like they're not there on time it's just like dude let's uh, keep shooting like let's get someone else in there like we don't have to go through the freaking list perfectly like we'll we'll cross it off and like get back to it um so yeah just like I don't know like photographers and you just quit complaining about things on wedding days like 
that's how they planned it. That's what they want. It's not about you or what you think is like the best thing. Like you can do that on your wedding day if you ever get married. Like, I think that's another thing. Like photographers put so much of their opinion on like what should be done and stuff. And it's like, if the couple like doesn't want to do a dollar dance, like, or if they do, they don't like, you know, like they won't do it. And if it's like the DJ thinks they should and like, puts it on them. right like, i get i totally get that some couples are just like go with the flow they're like oh dollar dance yeah let's do it like why not and then they're like might not like it later on but it's just like who cares it's not your place like become a dj if you want to like run the night run the reception yeah yeah so it's just like i don't know there's like so many little things like that are just like kind of annoying i guess too in the photo world where photographers are like think they're like the know-it-all right on like because they've shot a gajillion weddings yeah so and then yeah like uh piggybacking off muller's thing like the cocktail hour i've never done that but i remember they like brought it up kind of during dinner and stuff like that was something but yeah, I think that's a dope idea. Like I said, I've never done it, but I think a lot of people could benefit from it if you are in the correct space. Obviously, you can't yes, do that. Yes, not in, like a church. in a church. Yeah. yeah. But if you're doing outside family photos, yeah. have a nice little table kick set some, up, some, some snacks, get some, yeah. For sure. I'll like kind of throw my phone. Music on. Yeah. Good idea. My phone, like if I'm just with the couple and we don't have like video or another photographer right. and it's just like the us three, I'll kick on some music because it does like, chill people out there's like that i agree and in nature there is some sometimes very quiet awkward yes like it's just so dead silent like there's no animals chirping like nothing and you're just like this is really quiet out here huh like i'm gonna turn on some music because so what are your go-tos for music you have like a playlist that you turn on um I kind of talk to the couple beforehand, like, yo, like, what's your vibe? And they're like, yo, like, we'll do whatever. And so I'll usually throw on, like, my alt pop, which is, like, Halsey and, like, stuff like that. Halsey's my girl, but Carly's my girl, but (laughs) Halsey's Halsey's the other one. Artist girl. No. Um, So, yeah, like, that stuff, or like, I'm like, if I can tell that they're, like, kind of 90s baby, like, I was born in 90s. So um, I've got a playlist that's all throwbacks, like, emo. So I'll do some of that like Papa Roach and like stuff that's like on the top of my list, like right when I open the app. But just like random stuff that's just like good, chill, like throwback memory stuff. I don't know. That's what I like. But yeah, and then I guess it brings me to another point on like how I got it. I guess what triggered me to like start shooting weddings, which was um the Molars who shot our wedding, and which was like a long thing in the making, like twenty 2014 I think me and Carly were like yeah like they're gonna shoot our wedding and it's funny because I uh, real off key here or off off topic but I was almost gonna propose to Carly in like 2014 before she started school because I was like just I'm madly in love with her you know what I'm saying so I'm like yo like let's go I'm trying to get married so we were maybe gonna get married and she had no idea and like I was planning the proposal like down in Arkansas at this like waterfall with uh um through DMs okay with Jenna um Ruth Ralph wow I still don't know how to pronounce oh it, I know who you're talking about sorry Jenna yeah butchered your last name like all the time so um but yeah, I was like literally planning it out with her to try to figure out what date she could do because she was down in Texas. So she was like, and I like loved her style of work. It was very timeless already. Like yeah. she's already had like a very timeless look. So 
Um, yeah, but that just kind of fell through. I was like, ah, like, I'm just going to wait. Like, we're so broke. Like, I'm going to wait till she's done with school. And like, this was like, I wasn't even shooting a lot of weddings at the time, you know? So I was just like, super like jumping the gun, but it was well worth the wait. We've done like the exact wedding, you know, we've wanted. And so it was great. But anyway, back to the molars. I saw a sponsor post, I think on Facebook of his. And I was like, yo, like it was like the minimal open sky shot. And I was like, yo, this is sick. Like such different vibe than like what I would see promoted as like, just like cheesy wedding photography, I guess, like neon green grass and stuff, you know, or like all this oversaturated flash. everything. Yes. So his was just like a lot. I, I shouldn't say his, but theirs was a lot different than what I had seen. And that kind of creeped through their Facebook a lot, hit the like button, started following him. And then that's kind of just like, um, yeah, they just kind of like, I don't know, changed it for me, I guess. And then I, started like researching more about it and just kind of zoned in on like that kind of style. And I mean, nowadays like people shoot like that minimal shot and they're like, Oh my God, I got the molar shot. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's literally it's like, iconic. It really is iconic. It really is. But yeah, they do it really well. And then I mean, now even after watching them shoot our wedding, just like they're so genuine in the way they work and just like so personable, like everything is very relaxed and it's just like, yeah, dude, like do your thing, you know, like, no, you're good. Like, let's chill. There's just like no rush to it at all. Like, it's just very good flow. And so I've like now shoot, like, now that they've shot our wedding, it's just like, damn, like, cool. Like definitely just love the way their vibe is on a wedding day. You're like it's proud insane. to be a hashtag Muller's couple. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. So, and then like the reason I got into photography, videography was like how I started, but that was like more skateboarding triggered it. No one really in particular, but then Randy Edwards kickbacked, um, hit me up and we went out and shot on his birthday and then shot a house show. And he just kind of like taught me off camera flash and like, showed me the editing process and stuff like that. Not like extensively, but like he was just like, yeah, like I have Lightroom. Like this is what I do. This is how you get the fade. Cause fade was like huge back then, man. So many other things triggering. <laughs> and so the fade, you know, with the curve and uh -huh. like, oh my gosh, like this is it, man. I'm set. Like I got the fade in the black. Like I got that matte black look like pff, people are going to hire me all the time now. So yeah, super sick. But that's like the start with what what kind of triggered me to get it going. Yeah. Okay. Well, we are out of time. So, but thank you so much for being here and chatting. And it's been great to hear your story, all that Super good stuff. Good. Yes, it's been good. Awesome. So tell everyone where they can find you. Oh, snap. Um, yeah, you can find me on MySpace. Um Zanga. Two, two words, God bless it. That is my MySpace. Oh my gosh. MySpace. Is it still live? I don't know if it is, but okay. that was like my that was like our saying back in okay, that was stupid, but but, <laughs> but leave that in because it was good. Um yeah, at Brett Burner, B-R-E-T-T-B-R-O-O-N-E-R. That's -E -E just my Instagram. I have a like a travel, uh, it's more personal now. It's the Brunamite. So if you've ever seen that, that's like yeah. So the Brunamite is yeah. It's, we'll include it's my personal now but it was my travel one because i wanted to separate the two but ain't nobody got time to keep up with two instagrams let alone one so find me on there that's the only area place thing you're gonna find me on website 
I got a website. It's just my name. Brett so brettbrenner.com. But that's on Instagram too, you know? So it's like. Slide into those DMs if yeah. you're getting married. No, don't slide in the DMs because I do not answer them. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. It's Good. so bad. I hate. I hate. I don't want to say hate. It's just like so frustrating when a, when somebody inquires and is like, hey, like what? Like, are you available for this date? Can I get some info? And it's just like, girl just go to my website and let's have a proper conversation. Cause like my DMS are filled with spam and just like random people messaging me about the dog, my dog that I keep posting about, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes. so it just gets lost in like my, like, yes, it's my business account, but like my DMS are like personal, personal. conversations yeah. between friends. So it's like hard to like do that. And it's just like, I don't get a notification about your dm so sorry if you're a couple out there listening to this hit me up on email it's the best way for sure perfect because most likely i'm gonna be like yo what's your email <laughs> <laughs> i'll get you stuff there <laughs> so yeah that's how you find me awesome all right what'd you think uh i hope it lived up to all of your expectations i hope you learned a lot about brett what he loves about weddings and the fun tidbits that he shared about sports in his background uh, we talked Enneagram, all those good things. So thank you so much, Brett, for being on the podcast today. And I hope to have you back again soon. We are coming up on almost the end of the first you know, season of the Nebraska Wedding Podcast. We're releasing 20 episodes. So we're getting to the end and then there will be a short hiatus and we will be back with season two. So if you being a wedding pro or you being an engaged couple know or are someone who would like to be on the podcast, honestly, couples who've been married, you are welcome to submit, email me. Let me know if you want to be on the podcast. I would love to interview you about your experience with vendors and just different things that you feel like you are an expert in now that you have planned a wedding. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Nebraska Wedding Podcast. Email hello at laceworkfilms.com or you can comment on the blog post. You can find me. You can find me pretty easily. All right, guys. I hope you have a fabulous week and we'll be back next week with another great episode.